Light FM and Maybank brings you the latest news, the most compelling stories, and the real conversations. All live and exclusive on the Light Breakfast. And this morning, in observance of World Space Day, we're very happy to have with us Mr. Yao Chong Lim, Chief Operating Officer of Mersat. Now, how exactly do satellites work in our digital communications? Like, how are we able to receive our listeners' song request messages? It's a simple question, but I think to <laughs> put it into the layman term, I think it's not that simple. I think just imagine that, you know, satellite is just like a fiber in the sky. So whereby, you know, you need to have the antenna from both ends, the point A and point B. So the signal will be transmitted from one location to another through the satellite. So it is it realistically speaking, it, it's just like a conduit for transmitting the information. But the satellite can do certainly do more than that. One key advantage of satellite is that, you know, from the time you launch a satellite, you provide 100% coverage to the nation. And on top of that itself, uh, satellite also have the capability to transmit not only from point A to point B, what we call it is point to multipoint. For example, the Astro service, we transmit from, say, ABC, and it can receive nationwide by millions of the consumer. I have to clarify, ABC meaning the All Asia Broadcast Center? Yes. Okay. In addition to that, the advantage of satellite solution is that it's a fast deployment. And from the time that, you know, a customer requests to say that, hey, I want to have a connectivity in my area, we can deploy the service, you know, within 24 to 48 hours. Unlike the terrestrial connectivity, whereby they need to lay fiber and sometimes it can take months to do it. Not only that, satellite is like, you know, basically you can go to anywhere you want. Whether, you know, it's a community that you have like thousands of people or where it's a village that you only have one long house. So satellite can just pinpoint to the exact location and provide the service. Okay, so c- correct me if I'm wrong, if the analogy I was trying to use would be the difference between laying a pipe if you wanted to. Let, let's say we're talking about sunshine. Yeah. Right? You wanted to get sunshine from the city to a village, you would have to lay a pipe, assuming, assuming that it mm-hmm. was something that you could channel, as opposed to satellite, which would be like having the sun above you and then it, it has a really big footprint. Right? Correct. Okay. Exactly. Right. I have exactly. a better analogy oh, okay. yeah, that I think may be quite right. Yeah. It's like a jellyfish in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like it's yeah, like it's the top of the jellyfish away. is the satellite, and yep. then all the millions of jellyfish, little squiggly legs, yes. are kind of the traveling but invisible lines of how communication goes down. That, that is a very good one. Okay. <laughs> so so then if the jellyfish were on Earth, terrestrially speaking, you would have to pull one of its tentacles or one of its legs straight to you. Is that the idea? Well, it, it plops down, doesn't it? So if you need another one, the jellyfish just grows another tentacle out to where you need it. Okay. I yeah. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I think that the challenge is that you know for the terrestrial connectivity. I mean, you probably always hear that you know the last mile connection. Yeah. So the fiber may be passed through your house. Yeah. But it's not necessary that you will get the service unless you can pull the last mile to your house. Otherwise, you know you are still out of the service. Yeah. Well, I've I've had that explained to me once before when I was trying to get some connectivity in my house, and the guy was telling me, Yeah, yeah, we have fiber in your area, and I went, Excellent. He goes, but it doesn't go to your house. He's exactly. like, We can get it to the bottom of the condo, but it's still a <laughs> copper line. I think he said something like that. Yeah, yeah it goes straight. Yeah. yeah, so it's not quite there. So going back to what Asha was asking about in terms of the the song request. So if I wanted to send a message to us, so my phone will have to ping or hit like a telecom tower or something and then that connects to something else and then that sends it up to the satellite the satellite bounces it back down 
that that is one of the way to do it. Oh, okay. Um, the more direct way to do it, let's say for example, our Connect Me services, which we provide the Wi-Fi hotspot connectivity in the community. So we have a satellite dish, and of course we have the modem and things like that. So when uh villagers they send uh, either it's a message or. FaceTime a uh, song whatnot so they just use a normal Wi-Fi and just press the button it will connect into our satellite system and transmit it to the satellite and downlink it to wherever that you want to so wow. we will connect it to the internet world Okay, you touched a little bit on how you're able to help communities, but do you, do you think you could give us some like really specific examples of how satellites help in our daily life? So I think one, I mean, good example is the Astro service. We have been, you know, providing the service to uh, direct to home services back in 1996 and whereby in the past itself we're only relying on the free-to-air channel like for example RTM TV3 mm-hmm. and ever since that you know we have uh, our satellite services and work together with Astro we delivered the I think when we started off it back then it's about 22 channel to the Rakyat in Malaysia so this is one of the typical use of the satellite in the broadcasting another example is that as I mentioned you know our community Wi-Fi so in the past itself probably for many many years the villagers have never had a chance to enjoy the uh, mobile service at their area and with the satellite services itself now you know they don't have to walk out like three five kilometers outside mm, their right. villages okay. and they can just at the doorstep and start to you know communicating with their family friends so and, how does that one work then is it like they get some kind of receiver or sender or whatever you call them that actually communicates direct to the, to the satellite yeah. without needing to have all the cables and stuff? Yeah, so what we provide is that, you know, we put out our uh, antenna dish at the area and that equipment itself will provide a hotspot services. So just like no different when you go to, say, for example, Starbucks or whatnot, mm. you know, uh, the Wi-Fi hotspot services. Yep. So in the past itself, because of lack of the infrastructure in the area, so they're just unable to do what they want. Mm. Another example is that today, you know, we are providing uh, connectivity to few hundred schools in Malaysia. So in the past, again, you know, uh, all the material that for the teaching, they probably have to, you know, rely on the the this the physical this itself. Mm. Today, you know, a lot of material that can just you know download for screaming from the internet. In conjunction with World Space Day, we are joined by Chief Operating Officer at Miasat Yao Chong Lim. Now we talk a lot about four G and five G connections, but what do these numbers actually mean in terms of connectivity around Malaysia? What what is the fundamental difference between four and five? I think the fundamental difference between these two is that you know the capacity. Uh, 5G can provide in a lot more capacity. Um, what does that to mean service? to a layperson? Like, I have no idea. What, <laughs> capacity meaning size of what? So it's a it's a side. Imagine that you know the road itself. So with the 5G, you have a much larger road, so that it can accommodate more cars. So with the 5G, you can accommodate more information. For example, now we're talking about all the big data. Everything is in 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 this uh digital format. Right. So. With the 5G itself, obviously, you know, it provides you the uh, infra for you to transmit or deliver those information. So in terms of quantum, what are we talking about? Like, if you had to make a, a, a numbers comparison, so f- mm-hmm. let's say 4G was a single lane, mm-hmm. and 5G would be... Probably it's a couple of times more than that. A couple so, of times, just two more times? No. Um, probably more than that, yeah. Again, what does that mean to the normal layperson? Because I don't understand any of this. None does, obviously, okay, but it's... like, okay, so I use, you know... My phone, for example, for communicating with people, um, for checking documents and stuff. 
So with the 5G service, I think probably one obvious thing that you can observe, let's say using your phone, it would be much faster. So say, for example, in the past, when you download a movie or download a song, it would take you, let's say, a minute. Now with the 5G services, you're going to cut down tremendously. Right. Of course, this also depends on the signal strength, as I mentioned, that, you know, on, on the particular area. Can you touch a bit on latency? Latency is basically that, you know, from one point when you transmit the signal until the, the other point receives the signal, so that is the time for the signal to travel. So on the terrestrial service, typically itself, you won't notice that much. But from the satellite, it's inherently is that you know satellite is sitting thirty six thousand kilometers from the Earth. Okay. So for the signal to travel up and bounce down, so it takes times. So satellite services, I think, typically itself, you know, is good for broadcasting, good for all the uh, normal communication internet. But when you start to talk about the real time services, then we need to look for different type of satellite. Even satellite itself, we have like the what we have is called geostationary stationary satellite which is sitting 36,000 kilometers from Earth then you have also have the LEO satellite low Earth orbit satellite which is sitting much closer to the Earth so with that itself the time for the signal to travel from one end to the other end has, it will be reduced significantly so now everybody who gets very frustrated when they have that loading loading circle of death happening on the laptop or phone just know the uh, message, the current, whatever, is having to go really far out <laughs> and then come back down again. That's, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's not exactly, you know, when, when you're seeing that, you know, this is a clip one, you know, yeah. that, that is mainly because of the congestion. You just ruined my uh, story, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> the other example is that financial transaction. You know, oh right. So even with the in a split second different, it can mean a lot. Yeah. yeah. So like for the stock market, I guess something like yeah. that, right? Could you expand on that like a little bit? So for example, like you know the London Stock Exchange. So when they're doing some transaction in London, so there are obviously you know others you know in the other part of the world. So the information that itself you know is very crucial for them to make a decision. If they receive that information late for say a second or two second, then you know. Only then they make the decision, but things can change within the few seconds. So that can cost a million. Yeah, th- there's a vulnerability there, exactly. right? So in terms of connectivity development through satellites, where, where does Malaysia stand against uh, our neighbours? Um, in Malaysia, I guess you know we have a very good you know uh, connectivity uh, in terms of the, the the penetration rate under the Jendela Two program. The government have the uh, aspiration to provide hundred percent internet connectivity by twenty twenty five, and the last probably like a two three percent is really is the area that at the very remote area, and whereby satellite play a very very key role in it. So not to say that, you know, the terrestrial service, they can't, you know, go to the area, but just that, you know, when you start to do the math, it's just not financially justifiable for them to lay the fiber to just serve probably like 100 people in one village. Whereas as a satellite itself, you know, uh, as I said, we can deploy it really fast. And also we can pinpoint to exactly the location that we want to be and at the fraction of the cost from the fiber. I have one last question. At what point in the future could you foresee connectivity being something free? I think this is a it's a it's the objective for many governments, not just Malaysia, for example, Philippines, you know, although they changed the government, the new government also, you know, maintained their plan to provide connectivity to the people. I think the question always arises that, you know, yes, probably for the first first year, two years or three year max, they will provide the free access. Then what happened after next? What is the sustainability? So I think in Malaysia itself, we are also, you know, asked the same question, what next? What we have done in Myasat itself, we provide the Connect Me Now services. This is like, it's a prepaid service. So no different, you know, from mobile phone or whatnot, you know, if you use it, you know, rightfully, you should pay for it. 
So what we do is that, you know, we come up with a model whereby the use the customer itself, they just have to pay per usage. You don't have to sign a long-term contract. There's no upfront commitment. So as and when you have an extra dollar, you want to use it, feel free to use it. So I think with that sort of model itself, I think it's very much in line with the, you know, space and sustainability. So whereby, you know, the services they provide, it will not like, you know, just last for one year or two years. So it create the whole ecosystem itself for the community to be able to continue to use it. With the internet connectivity itself, it's an enabler to many things like your education, the social economy, your online transaction and things like that. Well, thank you very much this morning. In celebration of World Space Week, we've had with us Mr. Yao Chong Lim, Chief Operating Officer of Miasat. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you.